This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. Late in the evening here after that uh, just classic jet loss. Uh, to the Chargers. Big game, very big game. Game with enormous uh, AFC playoff implications and just another offensive horror show that we had to sit through. We've sat through a lot of them. The program, of course, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Go to the Bet Rivers app, download the Bet Rivers app, uh, go to betrivers.com. They are the exclusive uh, sponsor of all my content, so that's where you'll find it. Faster. Experience, exclusive promotion, one app while traveling, all there, and you get extra value this football season with the Bet River Squares, where you can win up to $10,000 uh, in bonus money for just $10 on the same game parlay. So um, remember, go to the Bet Rivers app for all your uh, wagering needs. Now, listen, we've sang this song before, okay? When the Jets win, their defense plays well, which it didn't play badly tonight. It just didn't force any turnovers. Uh, the other team will make mistakes. They'll miss field goals. The things will go right, and the Jets will win the game. The Jets can't score. And they played a team tonight that came in, a team that was the worst pass defense in the league. Quarterbacks averaged a quarterback rating of over 100 against these guys. These guys have a pass rush. That's it. If they don't get to you with the pass rush, and they got a classic pass rush, but if they don't get to you with the pass rush, the rest of their defense isn't any good. So you figure maybe they can make some plays, uh, at least a couple of plays this evening. And you always count on a hole to make a play sometime. Um, But let's be honest. This offense, it's the same song and dance every single week. Everything about it is awful. Hall's a player. Wilson at wide receiver is a player. They don't have another wide receiver. That's why they tried to trade for Devontae Adams. That's why they tried to trade for Mike Evans. They needed another receiver. They have nobody to compliment Wilson who has to work really hard for anything he gets. Their offensive line stinks. Their play calling is awful. Their adjustments nil on offense. Their game plan on offense, awful. They have no idea, no conceptualization of what they are doing offensively. Their football is prehistoric, and it's, it's a horror show. There's nothing, it's nothing short of a horror show. And then I got to watch the coach come out and tell you a bunch of nonsense time after time. Hey, you know, I thought we were moving the ball really well early. Oh, you were moving the ball really well early. You came out, and you went three and out. The second time you had the ball, it was six plays and a turnover. The third time you had the ball, it was six plays and a turnover. So you had one first down. Is that moving the ball really well? You had one first down on those two series before you fumbled the ball away. And then you had a three and out and a punt and three and out and a punt. That's good offense. That means we're moving the ball really well. In what world? In what world are we moving the ball well? 
I mean, the stats that the Jets wound up with offensively and that the quarterback wound up with are so badly inflated because they were they were all garbage time stats. The guy had a they had a hundred yards offense in the first half, and of course they had no touchdowns for the game. When Wilson makes a good pass, when he does, they drop it. When he has a receiver break free, he misses him by a mile. He had Wilson for a stone touchdown. Missed him by a mile. Wasn't even close. The bottom line is nothing works. He has still no idea how long to hold the ball. He holds the ball way too long. Tonight, he finally turned the ball over. Now, the one thing he hadn't been doing, he hadn't yet been converting third downs. He hadn't been getting his team in the end zone, but he hadn't been turning the ball over. Tonight, they turned the ball over. They turned the ball over. Wilson receiver turned it over. Wilson, the quarterback, turned it over. They turned the ball over, and they can't overcome that. Now, their offense tonight, their defense tonight really only gave up one legitimate touchdown to a pretty decent, pretty good offensive team, although a badly coached team. Some of the stuff they do is so puzzling and and just makes no sense. They do not play anywhere near to their talent. And Jets on offense don't have a lot of talent. Their offensive line is awful. I mean, how many sacks? I mean, you know what? Bosa and, and Khalil Mack would sign up. They would, they would charter a jet to play against that offensive line every week. They would break records. I mean, the Raiders right now just want to make sure, please, don't make any change on that offensive line. Let us get a shot. Let us get a shot for four quarters at that offensive line, please. Especially one Raider who you know is already figuring out how many sacks he's going to get next week. It just never stops. Never stop. I mean, it is so hard to watch. It is, it is so bad. It gives you a headache. I mean, you got to be kidding me. How many pre-snap penalties can you have in a game? How many big priests? This is week nine. How many priest penalties can you have? How many bad penalties? How many drops? And 87 dropped the touchdown pass. Now, did anybody care about that touchdown pass? I could tell you who did me. I had him his first time touchdown score tonight at 30 to 1, and he dropped it. You know that? He dropped it at 30 to 1. And, I mean, let's be honest, that was a big drop. I understand there's a couple of minutes left in the game, first time, but that's still first time touchdown for them. Uh, I tell you, watching them play offense is just, uh, I'm telling you, it's like watching a horror movie. There's There's nothing else you can say. It is just so predictable. And so predictably bad, play after play after play. And I don't want to pick on a quarterback. It's not all his fault. Then once in a while, you know, then he gets into the last minute and he starts spinning the ball again. Well, he's spinning the ball against nothing. They're not even covering anybody anymore. Their pass rushes are on the sideline already, you know, already thinking about next week. 
They got most of their starting defense out, and they're taking 10 and, you know, 30-yard drops. And, you know, then, oh, boy, spinning the ball nice. Oh, yeah, of course, late in the game, spinning it nice. It's not, what are they playing for? Playing for fantasy points, for, you know, cheap touchdowns and, you know, and obviously statistics. So this was a dreadful, dreadful loss for the Jets. This game really could have launched the Jets. Let's be honest. When the Jets beat the Eagles, they changed things. When they won that game, they changed things. They just did. That's all there is to it. But the bottom line is they had to. They had to. They had to make it work. They had to, they had to cement it. They had to make it real. That was the key. Could they do that? And the bottom line is, you know what? They couldn't. That was really it. If they could have done that, it really would have changed things. They had a chance to do that. Beat the Chargers, go out on Sunday night, beat the Raiders. Now you lose to the Chargers badly, 27-6. to You don't score a touchdown. Your offense is, again, a disaster area. You don't know what you're going to do on your offensive line. You can't have a happy Wilson at wide receiver. You can't have a happy Hall at running back. Uh, you have a bewildered quarterback. You got a bunch of guys who don't know what their roles are now. You got a coaching staff that doesn't have a clue what they're doing offensively. Tonight, the special teams broke down. You know, the punt is always great, but the bottom line is, you know, they return a kick, 87 yards for a touchdown. All right, their specials are usually good, but the bottom line is, you know, that's a, that, for them, that's a killer. They can't give those up because they just can't replace those. When they get down, you know, let, you know when they get down 14 nothing in the first quarter of a game and you're being honest about what you're watching, you know you know, you know they're not winning the game. That's all there is to it. You just know they're not winning the game. When they're down 14 nothing. when they're down 20 to 6, you know they're not winning the game. That's all there is to it. They're not capable of being able to put those together unless they get a gift. If they get a scoop and score... You know, if they get a strip and score, if they get a pick six, maybe. But if they don't get that or a punt return, if they don't get those, they are not winning the game. Their offense is not capable of backing up scores. If they get one, it's a freak. If they get two, it would be an absolute miracle. They cannot score. And there's not a lot of not a lot of hope. And now you go out to take on the Raiders who got some gas in their tank off last week's win Sunday night. All right. They're going to look at this and say, we can attack. Listen, we are going to come out. We are going to come out of the tunnel. We are just going to attack, 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 attack. Then they back that up with the bills and the dolphins. So if they ever, come off this loss to the Chargers with a loss to the Raiders and then have to play the Bills and the Fish. This whole season could be gone that quickly. 
This team that was, you know, calling about Devontae Adams last week could be out of it that quickly. There are so many things they could have done to improve this offense, but they don't know how to improve this offense because this offense all came from the mind of Aaron Rodgers. They brought in a guy who's only here to carry Aaron Rodgers' luggage. Let's be honest, okay? Their play calling is awful. Their game planning is worse. They have no idea how to make any kind of offensive adjustment to help things when they're bad. They can't score. Their defense eventually is going to miss a couple of tackles, wear down, get beat for a score. It's human nature, okay? It's got to happen. And today, it's an 87-yard punt return. It's a couple of short fields set up by bad offense. So the next thing you know, now they've given up a bunch of points. Forget that last one. That just looks bad on the scoreboard. You know, putting the offense on the field at the two-yard line, that just makes the – that gets the defense mad. You know, the defense says, wait a second, do you think it looked like we gave up 27 points tonight? Of course not. But if you don't watch the game, you'd think, hey, you know, look, boy, the Chargers really laid it on the Jets. They didn't. But the Chargers' pass rush sure laid it on the Jets to the tune of eight sacks. And they got the turnovers they needed, and they got a big special teams play, and the way they went. They didn't have to do a whole lot on offense tonight. They didn't have to have guys make any big plays on offense tonight. And they, found themse- and they find themselves not only with a big chip as far as that, because tiebreakers are going to be very, very important come the AFC playoff picture. Tiebreakers are going to be very important because there's going to be log jams. There's no question there's going to be log jams. Just look at where we are right now. You have Miami and you have Jets jammed up there. You have the Chargers and Vegas, and I'm not going to count Denver. Let Denver go to Buffalo and win before I'm going to count them. Okay, so I'm not counting them. But I will count the Raiders and I will count the Chargers who are now back to 500 and are thinking we can go to the playoffs. We have the quarterback. We can go to the playoffs. Now, coach has got to think that because if he doesn't get to the playoffs, he's not going to be there next year. And then you have the North, which early on everyone said was going to be the best division in football. And everyone said, oh, look, everyone was so wrong about the North. Well, take a look at the North now. Seven and two, five and three, five and three, five and three. All those teams in the mix. And then you have Houston and Indianapolis not out of it. And Houston with a very bright young coach and now a dynamic young quarterback who is feeling his oats to the tune of 470 yards and five touchdowns yesterday. And they're four and four. And they're on the schedule. So the bottom line is every win in out of division in this conference, every one of those games is precious. If you are thinking about getting into the postseason. Now, if you want to say you're going to run the division title, you know, you're going to run the, you're going to win the division title. Well, you know, God bless you. You're not winning the division title. You know that. So now these kind of games against the Chargers, against the Raiders, are precious.
And that was a terrible loss in what was on paper a winnable game, but just exploded with ineptitude right from the start. And as a Jet fan or a Jet observer, how sick are you of looking at this garbage on offense? This is not football. This is not quality NFL football. This isn't even mediocre NFL football. This is pure garbage. And I don't care what Salah tries to tell you because either he is completely lost when it comes to looking at offense or he's just full of baloney because he comes out and says things that just are not true. Ah, uh, well, uh, you know, uh, but I'll get back to that on Tuesday. But let me look at the let me look at the tape. You need to see. You need so you need to see. You didn't get enough a look at this at the sideline. You needed to look at the film, the video, before you figure out that your team was a total embarrassment out there on offense tonight. You didn't see it enough. You didn't see the fumbles. You didn't see the sacks. You didn't see the drops. You didn't see the bad throws. You didn't see the false start, the, the, the pre-snap start penalties. I mean, enough already. And this is week after week. This team, you know, the Jets and Giants, you put the game on, you know one thing, nobody's finding the end zone wearing a, a, a home team uniform. That's all there is to it. The Giants can't score. The Jets can't score. I mean, it's dreadful. I mean, I don't want to pick on that quarterback either, but I mean, it is just dreadful. Man, watching these games, you know, this this reminds you of the days back when, you know, if you're old enough to remember when the Giants had, you know, Mendenhall and Dave Jennings and a couple of decent other defensive players and no offense. Their best offense was their punter. If they got two first downs, it was time for a parade. That's what it feels like again now. You watch this offense and you go, all right, we're going to hand it to Hall, and then we're going to get two, and then we're going to drop back, and we're, we're either going to get it knocked down, or we're going to get sacked, or we're going to try and flip it to Hall, or we're going to overthrow Wilson, and now it's third and eight, and now we're definitely going to get sacked, and then we're going to punt. Now, this time we're going to be daring. We're going to run it on first down. We're going to run it on second down. We now are moving the ball. We went on fourth down. We got a first down. Now we got to run on first down. We got to run on second down. We got a third and three. You know what? Let's run it again. We're going to run it two more times. No, first we're going to get a false start. Because our tight end's going to jump. So it's third and eight, and then we're going to get sacked out of field goal range. How much of this can you watch? I 
I mean, it is just absolute. I mean, Jets got guys on that offensive line who just can't play. Can't play. I mean, uh, what is Lazard doing? Uh, why get aggravated? It is that bad. And then the coach comes out and says, you know, we moved the ball well. Oh, really? You did, huh? Let's see. Punt, fumble, fumble, punt, punt. That's why I call moving the ball well. With the biggest number of plays being six. That's moving the ball. Well, that's really just steaming it down the field. That's like one of those classic Niner drives. You know, 15 scripted plays right near the end zone. That's, that's what it's like. Three and out, punt. Six plays, fumble it. Six plays, fumble it. Three and out, punt. Three and out, punt. Hey, moved it well. Give me a break, please. Now the Raiders, then the Bills, then the Fish. With the same featured offense. (laughs) Have a good day. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.